Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio using the supreme law of the land, including the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. Yes, indeed, the Constitution, folks, it is the supreme law. And when bureaucrats want you to believe that their mandates, their edicts, their belligerent attempts to circumvent the supreme law of the land conflict with or undermine, they're literally violating their oaths of office, ladies and gentlemen. We need to call a halt to their con game and stand for the supreme law of our land, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot of work to do, I'll tell you that right now. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing fantastic. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, yesterday I had on Chris Carlson with me, doing a great job. He says, without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. Remember, the battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Amen. To Chris Carlson's wise point on that, we need to obey God's laws uh, and do our very best to do what he asks us to do. When we do that, he will bless us. When we don't, we lose those wonderful blessings from the author of Liberty, the creator of all, right? Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. How many people have the guts to promote God, family, and country? You know, it's interesting. The mainstream press doesn't want you to talk about God. Glenn Beck learned this for himself years after I learned it, which is, you know what? They will make you a rock star if you have any talent. Only if you quit talking about God, though, you see. I'll never quit talking about God Almighty. In fact, I have no business being on the radio if I don't acknowledge God. Very interesting, right? All right, we talked about a Georgia grand jury yesterday. Recommended indictments against multiple people, they say, on various charges after concluding its eighth-month investigation into what they call election fraud. They say involving Donald Trump, the panel's foreperson or leader, if you will, enemy, or I'm sorry, Emily Coase, I think is how you say her name, K-O-H-R-S, Coors, declined to name any of those who were referred for charges, including whether Trump was among them or not. Now, what's interesting to me about this girl uh, is she really, in my opinion, has no business speaking out at all. They say the special grand jury, part of the investigation into whether Trump interfered in the 2020 presidential election, has published part of its report, and the report, they say, determined that there was no widespread fraud in the 2020 election and encouraged the prosecution of witnesses who are suspected of perjury. All right, but here's the problem that I have with the whole discussion. Think about this for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Think about this for a minute. They're willing to double down on one hand and say there's no widespread fraud in the election. Wow, Donald said there was widespread fraud. 
True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, along with the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, uh, Richard Mack, Sam Bushman, many others, were convinced there's election integrity problems and fraud as well. But they come back and they say no fraud. And then what happens is those who want to protect Trump go, wow, that's good, no, no fraud. But what they're doing is they're literally undermining the very fraud points Donald made. So on one hand, they say there's no fraud. On the other hand, there's people who have perjured themselves now. That could be Donald, could be anybody. Now this, pardon the pun, I'm going to be rude about this. This bimbo gets on the TV and smiles and laughs and tries to pretend she's cute and sexy and whatever and that she knows all about the Donald deal and that she knows what's coming down and that she's got all the information and that you know she's playing coy with the news people. Now, in my opinion, these news people should not even be interviewing this bimbo. Why do I call her a bimbo? Because she's not trying to really help the cause. In fact, if she's not very careful, she'll poison the well regarding the whole investigation. But maybe that's exactly what they want, the well poisoned on the investigation. Maybe this is just flat-out political theater. Maybe Donald knows he's not going to jail or going anywhere. Maybe he realizes that the deep state needs to do this to keep Donald in the media. Think about that. I don't know, but why do this? Why keep Donald in the news over and over and over and over? Think about the uh, documents that were classified that do- about Donald and then about Joe. And now neither of them are in the news, and there's no prosecutions or accountability for anybody. But it kept them both in the news, right? Kept them high in the ratings, kept them on the tops of the minds of all Americans. Well, now this lady comes out, and she acts like she really has all the goods on everybody, but... Well, she'll tease the audience. She'll come on the newsmaker shows and talk and talk, but not really say anything. All right? Oh, there's no real plot twist, I don't think. (laughs) And she laughs and smiles and bats her eyes. And wow, the Donald, he really said that? Ooh. But in the end of the day, we don't know anything more than we know. We know they had an eight-month-long investigation. We know they're claiming no election fraud. How convenient. They love to say no election fraud any chance they get. But then they want to say there's indictments for people who tried to interfere with the election. So no widespread fraud, but indicted people by possibly dozens, she says. A surprising number of people. Mm, we interviewed, you know, 50 people or whatever. And Man, there's a lot of indictments possibly coming down. And But yet the judge didn't say any details. When do we get to learn the truth? When do we get the real deal on the investigation? How much of it will we, the people, really know? See, why are we letting the mainstream press be in the middle of all this with this bimbo lady babbling at the mouth, possibly poisoning the well on the investigation? What's the advantage to any of this? And the answer is there's no advantage at all unless you want to keep Donald Trump's name in the media. There's no advantage to this unless you want to play political theater here. Uh, You might let a, a few people get hung not literally, but virtually over this. Man, you committed perjury. You're going to jail or you're, you're going to have this fine or you're going to have this sentence or you're going to have this whatever. But do you guys think Donald's going to prison over this? Some people think absolutely yes. I'm one of the people that don't think so. Donald's done too well for them at the deep state level. Look, Donald had a lot of in-your-face stuff, and he did a lot of things the big boys don't like. But in the end of the day, nothing Donald did really stuck. Nothing Donald did really changed the direction of the country at all. In fact, it made it worse. He divided the nation big time. Barack Obama was a great divider. Donald Trump just carried forward that divisionary reality 
beyond what Barack could even do. He attacked the media, which is fine. That's great for ratings. Just attack us, but keep our name in the news. CNN, Fox. Now go ahead and have Kevin McCarthy, a deep stater as well, hand to Tucker Carlson there, the main Fox guy, all the 41, what, 100 hours, thousands hours, who even knows how many hours now of media we're talking about, right? Right? We were told it was 13,000 hours. Now we're told it's like 41,000 hours or whatever. Okay, we're just fine. It's just insane. And you look at this, and what's the advantage to all this? Nothing but keeping Trump's name in the news. Trump said that he's warming to the idea that he's going to be pushing for mail-in balloting and early voting because Republicans have to play the game, he says. So we have to get fraudulent like everybody else. Of course, there was no fraud in the 2020 election, says the new jury, that's now got possible indictments against who knows who. Trump said that he's now embracing vote by mail. And, listen, more early voting campaigns for the 2024 contest. Wow. I just find this a shame and a half. Now, conservative author and businessman Vivek, I don't even know how to say this guy's last name, Ramaswamy, Ramaswamy, whatever, He's running for president in the 2024 race, so Donald's not even battling him. After trying sexism, liberals now deploy racism against Nikki Haley. Nikki's not even her first real name, is it? Who is this lady? Who are all these people that somehow, you know, their parents come as immigrants, and a generation later they're like rock stars at the top of the ticket? Look at Ted Cruz. Look at Marco Rubio. Look at Nikki Haley. Look at... This guy, I can't even pronounce his name now. Look at all these people. Wow, Barack Obama. They just come out of nowhere. Instantly, they're a rock star. Plenty of money, incredible career. Rock stars from the cradle almost. But man, for lowly immigrants, that's really surprising. How does all this happen? Well, Lauren Boebert gets on the congressional floor, quizzing down a executive from Twitter, says, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, she explodes because they shadow banned her. But Rand Paul, big tech censored me. Yeah, the big tech overlords at Google are at it again. Well, are you surprised, Lauren? Are you surprised, Rand? The government's been doing this for decades, folks. Go look at Operation Mockingbird back in the day if you don't believe me. This is nothing new. Go look at our election fraud history video on CSPOA.org and watch it. And, hey, the rascals have been tampering with and trashing elections and playing games in the media for a long, long, long time. Georgia Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted, the country needs a national divorce between red states and blue states. Yeah, we need to shrink the federal government. Well, I agree with the shrink the federal government part. But shame on the red state, blue state disaster. What do you think it's going to be, a secede from the union? Yeah, like that really worked well last time, huh? Intolerance towards Christianity, Christianity abuse and prosecution and persecution is escalating. So is hostility to churches, says Tony Perkins. Quick pause. We've got more. We'll talk about it in seconds on your radio. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Hard-hitting talk, always at your fingertips. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Kelly Finnegan, RussCoinandGift.com. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Good to be here, Sam. There's so much to cover, so little time to cover it. I got a little bit of good news to celebrate before we get to the uh, Honest Money Report. A revival, they say, has broken out at a Christian college. It's called Asbury University. It's in Wilmore, Kentucky. And I guess what started out as a scheduled prayer meeting has now extended for more than a week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Decision Magazine explains that it has grown to be around an around-the-clock prayer vigil with testimonials, scripture readings, and praise and worship of Jesus Christ by hundreds of college students faculty, staff, community members, and believe it or not, out-of-towners are joining them. That's incredible, Kelly. What do you say to that? Wow, that's great to see so many people get together on things like this. You know, that's, that's what's needed. I mean, imagine people just getting together and saying, hey, let's work together, let's have solutions, let's, let's you know, pray, let's just, you know, no division, let's just talk about, you know, God and you know, we, that's what really fueled the American Revolution in the first place. Not that I'm calling for revolution, but I'm saying, you know what? That understanding of God's in charge mentality was the key to success, Kelly. Uh-oh. All right, we'll try to get Kelly back. Brian, you there? 
All right. I'm here. Kelly with me? here. Okay, yeah. So what do you say to that, though? That's the key to success, right? Yeah, we got to go back to what started everything. You know, that's what the key is. And and, and so, yeah, this is just the... You know, one big revolution. We're coming back around to where we started. Wow, there you have it. All right, I find that fascinating. It's kind of an interesting uh, story that we talked about a little bit yesterday, too. Now, 24 state attorneys general filed a lawsuit against the Joe Biden's Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, I guess because of the... uh, they call it the new waters of the United States Lotus rule, which redefines what waters are quote federally protected and subject to regulation under the clean water act. Now, nearly 150 members of Congress also introduced a resolution against the new Biden EPA rule. What do you say to this Kelly? Well, it's funny, you know, the EPA, the EPA was created by Richard Nixon as a executive order. And now here's somebody, they don't want to follow it because now we're concerned about the, not the environment anymore, but the uh, climate. So they, they just got to do something to make them in charge and say something like, oh, I, I did this. I did this. Not this other guy. And they, they got to make more, more problems. So that they can solve them. While we're debating internally about who gets credit for what, see, to me, what you ought to do is just nullify now. We ought to just say, listen, federal government, you don't have any authority over all the states. And you don't have authority over the waterways or the waters, the navigable waters in those states either. There's no constitutional provision for that anywhere, Kelly. No, the, the well, international waters, yes. But waters within states, no, the government has no, no authority over those. Yeah, what we're talking about is fresh water in the United States within the several states. We're not talking about the oceans or anything like that. Yeah, those are the those are under the jurisdiction of the state. Those are not under the jurisdiction and, of the government. And international like waters aren't controlled by the federal government either. When you think about the term international, that's not really United States control either. No, so we no, have some true. some waters that are that are on our shorelines that might be uh, considered general government level discussions. Uh, but beyond that, international waters, there's a lot of whole discussions surrounding who controls what, where, when for those, right? Right. And like you're talking the Ohio River, the Mississippi exactly. River, that, that's government because that goes between states. But anything within a state, the government has no authority over that. Well, and even the waters that goes between the several states, though, there's there's uh, negotiations between the states that can work out. But I don't see where the general government has authority to control that unless you want to call it the Commerce Clause and say that somehow it relates to commerce. I mean, you might back into it in some strange ways. What we need to be very careful of in our understanding, though, is giving the federal government too much control to do too many things. And pretty soon they think they have supremacy over everything, which clearly, according to the founding fathers, they do not, Kelly. Correct. You're exactly right on, Sam. Meanwhile, speaking of international discussions, Russia deploys nuclear-armed ships. China nears red line on arming Russia. Epic TV has this piece, and what I find fascinating is we're claiming that Russia is getting too close to the line of arming. I'm sorry, China is getting too close to the line of arming Russia, but we've already crossed the line of arming the Ukraine. 
Kelly. How is we? How do we say we have the authority and ability to pick sides, but they don't? We don't. It's just somebody oh, trying to say we do. It's it's it's, it's such a joke how they do this, and people don't know, and they just go, yeah. They just think of you know they they let their emotions get in the way of logic. Yeah, we got to help these people. They're an ally. Not really, you know. I mean, Ukraine's really a pretty modern thing. So it's, well, how it's, is it more of an ally than Russia? It isn't. I mean, exactly. They're they're both really. Ukraine never really cared us about us except for the Bidens. The Bidens care about Ukraine. Yes, there was a lot do. of money that came out of there, but that's about it. Well, and I wonder how do we determine that Ukraine's right, Russia's wrong, or one's better than the other, or one deserves defense, the other does not, or one's the aggressor, the other's not. And they've been battling for years, Kelly. This is new to the Americans, maybe, and new to us driving a wedge yeah. and, and backing one side. But this isn't new to their to their countries. This is a, a centuries-old-long battle, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just an ethnic thing because, you know, in, in the 1850s when Britain was at war with Russia, it was all over the Crimea. The Crimea was part of Russia at that time, you know. So what Vladimir is saying isn't, isn't false, you know. It's just this new country popped up. And I guess you need to, you know, help them grow, but uh, we, we need why, to really Why do we got to help them grow? We, we don't. Well, I, I, we, gotta, we have to allow them. We can do trade with them. Sure. We don't have to make sure there's winners. Well, just like that's what uh, France and and the Netherlands said with the United States when we broke off from Great Britain. We don't need to help you. That's your deal with Britain. Luckily, France did something about it. And it's important to understand we can trade with them if they want to trade on fair terms, not free terms, but fair terms. We can trade with anybody. Sure, sure. As long as Russia understands that. You know, and, and when they're trying to go in and, and take it back over, I mean, then it harkens back to that whole Taiwan thing, you know, that Taiwan was never really a part of China, um, communist China. Um, and that's the, the deal. Now you got a different government in China. Taiwan was never part of the CCP. Well, and you got to understand, too, that, you know what, what's going to stop the aggression? China already basically, what, backed out and took over uh uh, Hong Kong, for a long time, they were kind of had a deal going that protected them, and then that got expired, and China went ballistic on Hong Kong, and now it's a whole different world, and now we're going to be looking at Taiwan next. What's next for these people? Whether it's Russia aggression or China aggression, we can't deal with the aggression of everybody in the world. Who do we think we are? I mean, there was the whole deal with the Falkland Islands going on with Argentina, and I was in Venezuela at the time, and Venezuela backed Argentina and the U.S. backed Britain, so I became an instant enemy, and Venezuela figured that if Argentina could get back the Falklands, they could get back British Guiana because it was taken from them the same way. So everybody, yeah, there, there's no, it's like stamping out a bunch of little fires. I think that we follow the George Washington-esque in yesteryear mentality, the greatest general to ever live, in my humble opinion along with the Ron Paul-esque modern-day humble foreign policy that says, look, let's just not get involved. Let's just stay the heck out of it. Let's make sure we got an incredible national defense for the protection of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Let's protect our economic interests around the world, and let's have a humble foreign policy other than that and say, you know, y'all got to work that out. 
We don't want these aggressions. We don't like them. We think they're heinous and evil. We can use our influence and our, um, you know, teaching about peace and solutions and providing guidance. But other than that, the more we do, we just drag ourselves into. Are we going to end up with a third world war uh, over this? Now you got China and Russia literally flexing their muscle. Uh, Russia kind of over Alaska, etc. China with spy balloons everywhere. Are we headed towards World War III? We come back, we'll talk about that. Then we'll get to the Honest Money Report with Kelly Finnegan. We're talking about RussCoinandGift.com. You've got a friend in the honest money business. Hang tight. More in seconds on your favorite news the networks refuse to use radio station. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. A major winter storm is tracking from the plains to the Great Lakes and northeast. Heavy snow and blizzard conditions are likely in parts of the northern plains and upper Midwest. Frank Pereira with the National Weather Service. This has the potential to bring some significant snows to parts of even Southern California that don't typically see snow. An Orlando television reporter was among the dead and a nine-year-old child in a shooting spree in Florida that killed three on Wednesday. Police are reporting 19-year-old Keith Moses has been arrested and charged with murder in connection. Orange County Sheriff John Mina. Deputies located two men who had been shot uh, in or near a vehicle. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide from this morning. On Harrington Street, a woman and her nine-year-old girl were also shot inside of a home. It is unclear why the suspect entered that home. Rescuers are digging through tons of earth and rubble for 48 people missing after a landslide buried an open-pit coal mine in northern China today. Conditions in the area remain dangerous, and the search had to be suspended for several hours after a second landslide in Mongolia's Alksa League. Stocks are gaining momentum this morning after a Fed memo yesterday indicated most favor a smaller rate increase in the middle of March. The crescent moon is going to have some company tonight up in the sky. Just after sunset, the moon lines up with two of the brightest planets in the night sky, Venus and Jupiter. No special equipment is required to see the cosmic objects, as they are bright enough to see without a telescope or binoculars. Week two of the XFL Football League starts tonight. The St. Louis Battlehawks play at the Seattle Sea Dragons. Kickoff is at 9 p.m. Eastern on the FX channel. This is USA News. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firms online at CordellCordell.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Online at CordellCordell.com. CordellCordell.com. 
Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Kelly Finnegan with me. Hard-hitting talk, always at your fingertips. RustQuinnegan.com. Before we get to the Honest Bunny Report, look, are they pushing for World War III? It seems like everything we're doing seems to escalate the possibility of or the likelihood of war. I saw an email that somebody sent me. It's like one second to midnight. You know, as they talk about the war clock, if you will, or kind of the destruction clock or the end of the world clock or whatever term you want to use for this. Um, They say we're marching towards midnight rapidly. Um, And when the clock strikes midnight, boy, howdy. Um, I don't know what's happening here, but I know this. Russia and China seem to be getting more aggressive, and so do we. At some point, that'll end up in a flashpoint unless somebody decides to back down and be the peace offering olive branch kind of a, a, a country. Uh, Kelly? Yeah, I mean, we're already in World War III. It's just all the cyber stuff going behind the scenes and everything. So it it, it looks, you know, we're not boots on the ground stuff, but there's there's tensions there that have been going on for years. And uh, this war is different now than it used to be. Sad but true, we can be peacefully at home pretending there's not a war, but we can be funding fueling, training, arming, and doing everything, uh, you know, even reconnaissance on the ground in support, but we don't declare it as a war. We don't call it a war, but we're in a war. And that's really uh, the uh, people around the world are getting sick of the blowback, or they're getting sick of what we're doing, and they're starting to uh, demand and push for blowback. And that's sadly what we're seeing. The question is, when will it bleed into the United States, into our peaceful lives? Uh, I don't know. Time will tell, but it's a coming. I pray that it doesn't, but predict it will. It's coming quickly, uh, sad to say. All right, what's the Honest Money Report? Where's gold looking at? Let me see here. So, sorry, I've got to get back on that. So right now, silver or gold's at 12 or 1823.40. So it's down. Hold on, 2340. yeah, eight one thousand eight hundred and twenty three, forty, and forty cents. Got it. So it's down. It's been down the last couple of weeks. It's been slowly going down. Yeah, it's Silver, time to buy gold, huh? Oh yeah, and there's people realizing that it's a good time to buy. Uh, okay. Silver twenty one fifty seven. So it's kind of been bouncing around that twenty two dollar range there. Not a lot of change. Not, Platinum, not changing nine, a whole lot. No, Go ahead. platinum nine sixty one. That doesn't change much either, has it? No, not really. And then rhodium's down to eleven thousand seven hundred, showing down three hundred for the day. I don't know how long ago it was, maybe a year ago. I'm just guessing at time, but man, I remember rhodium. Rhodium was like twenty thousand something or whatever. It's almost half now. Oh yeah, that's yeah, quite easily. telling, Kelly. Yeah, that's telling you that. Uh, it, 
that business isn't needed in as much. So that kind of shows you that uh, economically things have slowed down. What do you think is going to happen? Are we going to have an, uh, a massive inflation or an economic problem in 2023? Some say in 2023 it's going to be the Jubilee. Others say, hey, we're going to have a, a replacement of the dollar. Others say we're going to have a market crash. I mean, there's all kinds of doom and gloom predictions. Uh, what do you think it's going to happen, Kelly? I know it's a little bit of tea leaves, but at the same time, you know, people are trying to figure out what does the landscape look like? Well, the government tells us now that they just avoided a recession that now that's totally off the table. It's not going to happen. Uh, realistically, we're already in a recession, and it's going to get worse, and they're going to keep tightening. They're, you know, a lot of uh, the governor said they should have gone half a point instead of a quarter of a point. So uh, they, they still don't get it. You know, they're, they're looking in the rearview mirror to see where they should go. And, uh, yeah, things are just going to get worse. Gold and silver are going down, and it's like that's the time to buy. Credit Swiss, which is one of the most stable banks in the world, opened in 1856, is going into bankruptcy right now. And that tells you something when a Swiss bank's having problems. I don't know really what to think about this because you might have some turmoil in the markets, but I'm not convinced we're ready for a meltdown like people say in 2023. People are predicting nuclear war. People are predicting the economy just melts down. Society won't even be close to the same as it once was. There's no looking back. Some are calling it a, a financial reset. So I mean, there's so much out there. I'm afraid most of it is bluster without facts, Kelly. I'm not saying this can never happen, but I am saying I just don't know that the timing's right yet. Whenever they predict that, they get proven wrong and look foolish. Yeah, but, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. And so if they can, can still fear in people, then then people will buy into their newsletters or buy their newspapers or whatever. And so, yeah, things are bad. I mean, it's good always to be prepared for the worst. But it's not like, you know, this is going to happen tomorrow. Uh, but but we're obviously set up for it to, to happen within the next few years. And when I say few, uh, before the end of the, this, uh, this decade. I don't know where we go here with this individually, Kelly, but I think prudent planning is always wise. It always has been, and it still is. Do you think there's a way out of it for us? Um, well, I think I think we just have to learn to deal with the hand we've been dealt. And so... You know, the best you can do is prepare, you know, have lots of skills and uh, and, and not not, you know, be so overwhelmed by what's going on that you just freeze, you know, and want to put your head in the sand um, or seek alternative methods of not paying attention to it, whether that be, you know, watching your favorite sitcom or sports or or just, you know, listening to comedy records or whatever. But, uh, you, you know, if you're prepared, like they said, the Lord says, if, you, if you're prepared, you will not fear. So just get prepared and then know that you're ready. All right. I don't, I don't really know what to think about all the uh, commentary out there, folks. My personal opinion is this. Most of it is bogus. Most of it is, is the sky is falling. Um, the problem is we don't have timing. 
okay? And to put timing on things is, in my opinion, a very, very sketchy business. It reminds me of these religious leaders that always predict the end of the world's coming on a certain day, and then after that, they're like, well, it's still coming. Well, they're right, but, you know, to give timing is very concerning. This idea that they're going to take down the economy, I've heard it literally. I've been on the radio for more than 26 years, and I've heard this every year. Hey, now is the last election cycle we're ever going to have, man. If we don't get something done now, curtains for us. and Or the economy, oh, it's going to melt down. And Yes, there's been booms and busts, but I don't see them pulling the rug out from under the economy yet. Not yet at all. I see them holding up the economy, if anything. And if the economy starts to take too bad, they'll pump in some stimulus. They'll do whatever they can uh, to keep it rolling. Will they eventually pull a reset? Eventually, they're going to be forced to do something. But I don't know that I believe it's in 2023, and I don't know that I believe it's going to be a meltdown year. Um, I just, I'm, I'm not saying things cannot happen, but I'm not one of the guys that want to predict that and get egg all over my face if it doesn't happen. If it does happen, though, my opinion is, as it always has been, get a little bit of beans, a little bit of bullets, a little bit of band-aids, a little bit of gold, a little bit of silver, a little bit of medical supplies, a little bit of everything for your provident living and your preparedness, and just steadily work on that. And you know what? If you do that every day, you're going to be a little better off than you were the day before. If you work on that, you're not in panic mode. You're not in go-to-debt mode to get it done. You're not in fear mode. You're in faith and preparedness mode because you realize that, hey, something could happen. But remember, don't get too cozy in your house with all your possessions because you might be forced to leave. Or don't get too cozy in having your travel bag because you might be forced to stay. We cannot prepare, prepare for every eventuality. What we can do is pray hard and then do our best a little bit at a time in faith mode rather than panic mode, Kelly. Yeah, and when you know when you prepare a little at a time, then then you'll you'll feel better about things. You won't be as anxious. So yeah, just do a little bit. And you know, I tell people with gold and silver, you know, it's the only insurance policy I know of that if you don't use it, you still have it, and you can collect that money. You know, if you have fire insurance on your house and you don't have a fire, they don't say, hey, you know what, here's a big fat check because you never used your fire insurance. They don't do that. But if you have gold and silver and you don't need it for whatever reason, you still have it. And if you don't need it, you can pass it on to your you know, next generation and let them know this isn't just so you can go out and buy a new car. This is so that you're prepared and you can build on this and make sure that we carry this wealth on in the family. Well, and if you never get value evaluations of it or whatever else, you can pass it to children and kids that is not really even part of the discussion either, right? Oh, yeah, but but it's always good to let them know about it because I just see so many. No, I think let your family know about it. I'm just saying it's not part of any estate if you're wise. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. You know, my, I lost all of mine in, in a boating accident, you know. You lost all your gold and silver in a boating accident. Where do yeah, I, go, uh, I, I, I where do I learn to scuba dive, sir? And it's yeah, it's really it's, it's I think it's in the ocean. I can't remember exactly where it happened. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable, <laughs> Liberty Roundtable Live, RustQuinnandGift.com. Sam and Kelly back in seconds on your radio. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly, devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online 
From rangemagazine.com, Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, one of the things making the economy so iffy, making societal decisions so questionable, making concerns so relevant, is the way that we're behaving. For example, look, why are they still promoting Donald Trump in the news? If he's about to be indicted as they clown show want you to believe, then why are they promoting him? So listen to this. At the top of the hour news, they started talking about Pete whatever that guy's name is, Buttigieg, Judge, or Buttigieg, whatever. Uh, and they talked about the big train spill. And then all of a sudden they go, Trump was there. And then they have a big old soundbite from Trump. Now, no offense if he's a disgraced former president, guilty of uh, election fraud claims that aren't true, and guilty of this and that, and irrelevant, and yesteryear. And, and why would they play a soundbite from Donald? Here it is. Several weeks after the toxic train derailment, Transportation Secretary Buttigieg visiting East Palestine, Ohio this morning. Former President Trump was there yesterday. Biden and FEMA said they would not send federal aid to East Palestine under any circumstance. They're not going to send aid. I thought that was a strange statement because I've been working with FEMA for a long time, four years, and they were great with us. And- Okay, wait a minute. We started talking about Pete, and then all of a sudden we went to the former. Pre- when was the? When do they do that? Okay, for some reason they want to keep Trump in the news, Kelly. Well, Trump sells papers and sells what eyes on TV. You know, you got to keep bringing up. You know, got to talk about the devil. He's either a saint or he's a devil, but you got to keep talking about him. It gets what people relevance? Riled up. What relevance does he even bring there, first of all? And number two, what is a Republican, when a Democrat says we're not going to give aid to this, and a Republican saying, no, we need to send aid? Now the Republicans playing the part of the socialist, and the the Democrats playing the part of we're not sending money. (laughs) What the heck is going on, sir? Well, 
he he's just showing that the uh, Democrats don't really care about the people in the United States, you know. And and so this is kind of virtue signaling, like, hey, you know, the Secretary of Transportation. This happened like three weeks ago, and and he hasn't been there, but I've been there, and and didn't make Kamala went to the border. Donald Trump went to the border. Made Kamala go to the border. So he's just playing on, hey, if you guys aren't going to do it, I'll do it, and I'll get clicks. Wow. There you have it. The Democrats don't care about the people, but the Republican then doubles down in socialism, saying, hey, we the people nationally have to pay for what happened in a local jurisdiction. What about the railroad who had the mishap, uh, you know, taking care of business and covering the cost uh, for a lot of that kind of stuff or whatever? Whatever happened to personal business and corporate responsibility there? Kelly. Well, finally, um, the railroad there has said, "Yeah, we'll we'll step up." I can't remember what it's called. It's uh, not Burlington Southern, but I, don't, uh, I forget what it's called. Oh, Norfolk Southern. They've come out now and said, "Oh yeah, 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 we're going to take care of this." They finally got enough. You know, the publicity's gotten bad enough. They finally have to do something. They weren't going to do anything until we got this bad. Right, but I'm for the railroad dealing with it. I'm not for the the nation being forced to pay for it. People start planting flowers in potholes, and then it's like, oh, we better fix that pothole. People are noticing it. Amen to that. that's That's the whole deal with it. All right, this is a story that came out some time ago, but I want to bring it up because I think it's so relevant right now that it's not even funny. Here's the headline. We lied. We cheated and we stole. Mike Pompeo, former CIA director, offers honest, if not disturbing, a mission about CIA activity. Do you want to respond to this, Kelly? Well, if anybody who thinks the CIA is a wonderful organization that's out there to promote peace for the United States has got another thing coming. I mean, their whole job is to spy. And, and you know, every country does that. And it's like, why do you need to admit this, that you've been doing this? That, you know, people who really know, know that you guys have been doing this. This isn't something new to come out, you know, a, a revelation. So you know, why are you even telling us this? Um, there, there's got to be a political agenda to it. I'm convinced there's a political agenda to it, but what I don't understand is if this is really true, if you lied, cheated, and stole, uh, why don't we shut down the CAA for criminal activity and start putting people in the clink? Well, the, the same reason that Donald Trump says to go to mail-in ballot. Well, everybody else is doing it, so so we need to do it too if we want to stay on top of things. So it's all this, you know, the... The lowest common denominator is like, well, if, if I don't do it, somebody else will. You know, if somebody, if I don't sell drugs, somebody else will sell drugs. So it might as well be somebody nice like me. And, and uh, that logic deal. is psychotic. It is, but it doesn't stop it from being used. I think what we need to do is prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, Mike Pompeo and others. And if he led the charge of lying, cheating, and stealing, then he's a criminal in every way. When is lying, cheating, and stealing not criminal activity? If it is criminal activity, where's the prosecution? My, my brother-in-law, 
always used to say, and the more I think about it, the more I think he was right, behind every fortune there's a felony. Um, maybe you didn't get caught, but you did something illegal to get that fortune. Um, and and uh, the more I see that like this, this is that's what that's what happens. Behind every fortune, there's a felony, and that's interesting because a lot of the fortunes may not be illegal, but they may be unlawful. And what I mean by that is they might have ways to legally. For example, look at the gambling houses that you, uh, you know, that, that tie to this. The gambling houses make all kinds of fortunes on, well, it's not really illegal because they legalized it. But it's unlawful. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's, there's a crime committed without a doubt, right? Well, Joseph Kennedy made all of his money bootlegging liquor across the, the Great Lakes, you know, Lake Ontario from Canada. And uh, uh, FDR's grandpa, Delano, made all his money selling opium. You know, it was, well, the people want it, you know, and this is a stupid law. It's not illegal in Canada or what, you know, and so the, the, behind those fortunes that help politically for their, you know, children and grandchildren, there was money that was ill-gotten. Behind every fortune, there is a crime. There's no doubt about it, folks, uh, that this, you know, is kind of a reality thing. We lied, we cheated, we stole, says Mike. Pompeo and there's zero uh, there's a few people that raise some eyebrows but there's zero effort to do anything to stop it to rein it in there's zero effort to really do anything about it at all that's what's shocking in America and if we allow this to continue what will our nation become is kind of the real question right yeah and unfortunately we you know we want to USA that wants to be number one. So it's kind of like by hook or by crook, you know, whatever it takes to get there. And people are just buying into that, you know. It's it's very sad. Uh, George Washington and, you know, John Adams and even Thomas Jefferson would be appalled at what's going on right now. Yes, indeed. It's hard to know uh, how we should handle it, folks. It's It's got so bad, or it's become so bad, I should say, that the only thing I think we can really focus on right this point is taking care of ourselves, preparing for the trouble. You look at the earthquake, earthquakes in the Middle East. Earthquakes strike Middle East, leave thousands dead was the headline from a couple of weeks ago. We're still suffering from this. We're still um, having the number of dead increase. Now, I pray it doesn't happen to us, but it's not a really matter of if, it's a matter of when, Kelly. Oh, exactly. I mean, if you don't believe that, go look what they're doing at the Salt Lake LDS Temple. I mean, they're getting a re- getting a ready for a, like a an eight or a nine earthquake, and they their plan is to have that finished by twenty twenty five. And so it's telling you right there, it's not if, it's when. Wow, there you have it, folks. It's hard to know really what we should be focused on. But remember, you can't solve all these problems. You can also prevent yourself, though, from getting caught in the trap. And the way you do that is you prepare a little bit at a time. All right? You work every day to better your situation. It's called provident living, folks. 
And I believe that honest money should be part of that provident living plan that you have. A little bit of gold, a little bit of silver. Doesn't take a lot, just a little bit at a time. Before you know it, you look back over the years and you have quite a lot. Now, you can have a boat accident and lose all your wealth, like Kelly. Uh, and then, you know, you'll be in good shape because it's all slippery there. I'm starting. I'm uh, starting over. I'm starting yeah. over. Got to do it. Got to do something, right? There you have it. Yeah. But remember, folks, that it can be done a little bit at a time. And it's your wealth solutions opportunity that we're talking about here. And what you need is a we don't need a lie, a cheat, a steal kind of a partner. That's Mike Pompeo and your government, okay? What you need is an honest person. Remember, this is the Honest Money Report on Liberty Roundtable Live. So you need Kelly Finnegan and Brian Rust. Over the past 50-plus years, Rust Coin has been working to educate Americans and customers about precious metals, how to handle it, what to buy, what to do, when to, you know what, get more, when to be patient, etc. Rustcoinandgift.com is their website. And I'm telling you right now, I do believe that they're honest in the business. And that's one of the most important things, whether you're dealing with a car mechanic, whether you're dealing with somebody in the coin business or the jewelry business or whatever, you've got to find honest patriots to work with. When you do, uh, then you know what? You have a clear path for protection, for stability, for solutions, for preparedness. Um, and you know what? All that does in my mind is bring a calm bring a stability uh, to your finances to your family um to your heart uh, this is really important i don't mean to oversell this thing uh, kelly but i do think this is really important to understand you get a sense of peace when you do these things well i have a doctor that we've been going to for 15 years plus and he's in south ogden and i live in in southern utah county and he's worth the drive we keep him. Find something good and hang on to it. All right, folks. A lot of times they talk about the keys to the game, right? In a football game or, you know, and Kirk Crosby, my co-host, always says, hey, uh, the key to the game that I have is you got to score more points than the other guys. And I think that's brilliant counsel. If you do that, you win every time. Uh, I think the keys to the game here, though, are to find good, reliable people. And as Kelly says, you know what? Develop friendships for life. Develop stable people that surround you and that you can surround that can bring calm and stability and faith and hope for everyone. Kelly, thank you so much for your time, sir. You bet. Thank you, Sam. Kelly Finnegan, ladies and gentlemen, doing a phenomenal job by trade. He's a chemist. He's also, in my opinion, an incredible thinker. And he brings solutions to the table in the great think tank called Liberty Roundtable Live. And he does so in partnership with myself and RustCoinandGift.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we believe in America. Okay? We don't believe that other countries are horrible. We just believe that America is great. And we believe that the principles that America has embraced can make all countries great. Do you want to help us do just that? LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate liberally, would you please? God save the republic!